This is Money, Motivation, and Mike, and I am your host, Michael Wainwright. In charge of all the controls is our audio engineer, Jason Wright. And hello to you, world. This is the podcast that will change your life. As always, you can find us at mx3.vip, or you can email us at info at mx3.vip. As I've discussed in the past, we are being very fortunate to be able to go down and be a part of a group called the Family Office Club that... I've actually been a member of now going on a year and been fortunate to have been in some seminars with some very extremely successful, intelligent people. And uh, that summit of that group is coming up here in the middle of December, of which we will be at and being able to do interviews with these uh, multimillionaires. And there's actually going to be a couple of billionaires there. But leading up to that, a friend of mine, Richard Wilson, who is the founder and CEO of the Family Office Club based out of Phoenix, Arizona, which is actually where I met him in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, Mr. Richard Wilson is also the gentleman who showed and convinced me that I needed to do a podcast. And that was back in January of 2022. But leading up to uh, this big summit event that we're going to have down in Florida here in the middle of December, which actually is this week, but I keep using that timeline Richard Wilson had an opportunity to go ahead and interview Mark Cuban. And most of you know Mark Cuban in two different ways. He was involved in and has continued to be involved in Shark Tank on on, on TV. You know how we all love to watch Shark Tank. And, and, and most people know that he is the now 22-year owner of the Dallas Mavericks and helped them to receive a world championship here 10 years ago and go to another one back in 2006. And in the early days of, of Mark's career, if, if you remember, he was big time involved in the internet and that's where it kicked off. And that's where he got his lump sum to go out and do the things that he does today with uh, the last time I checked. And it has been a while where Mark is coming in at somewhere between four and $5 billion worth of net worth, which is huge, but it gives a lot of credibility to being able to find out and interview and find out about his wealth and pick his brain. And that's what Richard Wilson has has done. And he has shared that information with me. And so I'm going to share it with you. And it's kind of the lead in to what we're going to be able to do when we get uh, to this summit here in the next few days. But Mark says, business is a 24-7 game. And some use that constantly to improve and gain a major information advantage over others. Now, I find that phenomenal what he just said. Gain a major information advantage. He did not say one thing about money. He talked about information, something that I try to pound into your heads all the time about gaining the information so you can make the proper decision. And sometimes the proper decision is no. He said the number one thing there as he's leading into this deal, gaining major information advantage over the others that do not. That's huge. It just goes along with exactly what we teach and preach on this show of Money, Motivation, and Mike. So number two, you can drown in opportunity. You must focus your energies on the highest return. Now, how many people do you know, and including yourself, that have an idea, it's great, they get into it, they find out that it's work, they find out they don't have all the resources, More, most importantly, they find out they don't have all the information. They get into this idea and something happens and they quit. And then they're on to the next idea. Then they're on to the next idea. Or they're working on an idea and they're out eating and somebody else comes up with an idea on the perfect straw to to drink out of a cup. And then they get into that idea as well. 
So it goes two different ways. Your ideas, you can drown in them by, well, the way I look at it is you can drown in them by drowning in your sorrows because something unfortunate happened in your journey on this new idea that derailed you to not continue. But you also can have so many ideas that you don't spend your energy on the one that can bring you the highest return. So you have to really focus on those things. And I think that's a great comment. Mark also said he could have sold his business for $50 million and instead he held out and continued to build. And then he sold it for $1 billion. That netted him 20x the results of his work that he put in 20 times. We often talk about and, and hear about Grant Cardone talking about his 10 times program and Mark Cuban 20 something years ago did 20 times. So I would think he would be somebody that you would be very, very interested in listening, uh, researching, looking around. And, and, and of all things, he's on TV basically every night on Shark Tank. So you have that opportunity right there. And there is the, the start of it all before you even have to go out and buy a book, before you even have to get on Google or on the internet and look some information up on Mark Cuban. There you go right there. Okay. So Richard Wilson narrowed this interview down to just a couple of questions, and I'm going to go through those with you. The first question is, what is the number one most costly mistake you have made or see many investors or business owners make that could have been avoided? The answer that Mark gave was, many CEOs are not nice people. They don't treat others well. They falsely believe you have to be vicious to be successful. But it is, in fact, the exact opposite. That's what Mark Cuban said about the businesses that he has built, and he's built a lot. And so many times you talk to your family, you talk to your friends, you talk to your loved ones, whomever it is in your circle, and what, are the, what is the first thing they say? I hate my job, and I hate my job because I hate my boss. Now, maybe that's not the CEO, but it really is the CEO, because if the CEO will let a department head act and treat the employees that way, it is the CEO. That all comes from the top. The, the CEO has to go out and identify if there is a bad apple amongst his leaders or her leaders. So whenever your boss is mean to you, it actually is coming from the CEO. And most of the time, if you go complain to the CEO, I know how you feel. You feel like it's a detriment or, it, or, or you're putting your, your job in jeopardy. And most of the times you probably are. But as Mark says here, Many CEOs are ugly and hateful, and you don't have to be that way. You don't have to be vicious. When you come into that workplace every day as the CEO, as the leader, as the head of your department, or whatever the case may be, it's a great time to let everybody in there know that you've got their back. Now, if you will treat your team members, as I like to call them, they call them employees uh, 99% of the time, but I call them team members. If you'll treat your team members with the respect, they will respect you and they'll give you more effort. So right off the bat, he talks about how CEOs are ugly and is exactly right. We've all seen these examples. And unfortunately, a whole lot of us in the listening audience have experienced that ugliness at a job. Richard's second question that he asked Mark Cuban was, what is the strategy worth that was far more than a million dollars that you wish someone provided you with earlier on that you could share with us? Mark says the strategy that is worth a million dollars plus is that many company owners do not give any quality to their employees. Aligning incentives is critical and a huge benefit that many overlook. 
Now, when he's talking about the quality, he's also talking about the equity of the employees, the team members. Now, what we're also saying here, and I always say, you go out and you do a good job and you do better than what you're being paid for and quality leadership will identify with that. What Mark's saying here is, is that the leadership and a whole lot of the companies are not capable of identifying when they have an asset. I know of an example uh, right now of where probably the best employee that this particular company had, they put detriments onto this person. They put demands onto this person that were really unacceptable. And that is for me looking over here and they ran that person out the, out the door. The best asset in that building was ran off. They approached that in a wrong way and they just lost a company since startups time out that door. A person that knew more about that their business than anybody else in the building. And they let them go down the street because they did not identify the, the asset that they had in this individual. They did not realize the talent that just needed to be cultivated a little bit more. They did not realize what they had their hands on. And now that person is somewhere else being an asset to another company. And that's where leadership really, really struggles. That's what Mark talks about, that the leadership within an organization and talking about the CEO, they don't identify with the folks that are in the room, that are in the building, that are in the departments and the quality work that they bring to the table all the time. 80% of the time that is overlooked because in most companies these days, it's about the bottom line. It's about identifying with stockholders and stockholders and owners and uh, CEOs and presidents forget that the number one asset they have is the is the team members, the employees. You got to stay focused with them. You got to stay in touch and you got to make sure that you're taking care of them. And a little love here and there will take you a long ways. You know, everybody wants to be recognized. Everybody wants another dollar in their pocketbook. But it all starts by the things that come out of your mouth. And if they come out bad, it's going to be ugly. And if they come out good, hey, I'm working towards getting you this. I'm working towards getting you that. When we hit this goal, this is what you're going to receive. It's called incentives. It's the exact thing that Mark Cuban uh, it talks about. And I know in his first encounter, he took several, several people to, to the millionaire level along with him along the way. So very, very good stuff. Both of those first two topics is quality information. Now, the third question that Richard Wilson, the founder and CEO of the Family Office Club, asked Mr. Mark Cuban, what was the major turning point, point of increased momentum or strategy choke point that once acquired or completed made everything you were doing surge forward? So what was it that made you turn the page, got you over the hump, let's say. The fact that I could sell and I have always been relentless in learning new things gave me a great advantage. Most people just do their jobs or run their companies and that's it. I am relentless when it comes to learning new things. This is a huge competitive advantage. Now, what he's saying there is he continues to learn every day. He is not relying on his past performance. He's not relying on his past success. And like I've told you on, on our podcast here on our show, that, that I have that sign that whenever I leave and go into my garage every morning that says it's, it's a great day to learn something new. I've got it right there by the light switch. I have to see it when I leave. I do not have an option. If I want to punch the sign or throw it in the trash, I have to see that sign when I leave. And this is exactly what Mark Cuban is talking about. 
He continues to grow on a daily basis, and that gives him a competitive advantage, always trying to find something new. I am relentless when it comes to learning new things. And I've heard him talk about it before on on Shark Tank, and that when he takes on a new company, becomes a partner with those folks, the first thing he does is go out and he learns about that company. He's not just a silent partner. Well, he is a silent partner, but he's not just a guy that writes a check and sits on the back and waits for the financial statement to come in and see what the what the money at the end of the day ends up being. He continues to learn. He continues to prosper. There are many, many ways to skin a rabbit, and he continues to do uh, on a daily basis to find the best way to do that. So that's what we have to do as as leaders and people, not even just with the CEOs and the things that that at that level that Mark Cuban's at. The person who just started a new job, they've got to continue to feed themselves. And it goes back to what we talked about of taking personal responsibility a couple episodes ago on on what what where that where all that comes into place. So very good interview uh, with uh, Richard Wilson interviewing Mark Cuban and. Those are the kind of people that are going to be at the Family Office Club Summit uh, here this December, this week, uh, down in Miami, Florida. And we're very, very fortunate that we're taking our show down there so that we can interview and then bring all that great information back to you. Another person that you should be out there trying to get as much research and much information as you can in Mark Cuban. And as far as that Shark, Shark Tank show goes, you know, it's been on for 10, 12, 14 years. I'm not even sure the day, but I know it's been over a decade. All those folks up there on that stage. And there's they, they have five on a show and there's about seven that are regulars. Go study those folks. I have. I've looked into all their backgrounds. I know all the things they do. They all have their specialty. But at the end of the day, they're all the same because they know how to they know how to achieve success. And success may be what you're looking for. Maybe it's not. Maybe you're happy doing what you're doing and you're going to continue to get what you've got. That's fact. That's okay. It just may not be for everybody. And don't be disappointed that when somebody else in your circle goes out and do something more, don't be the person that drags them down because they may not be ready for that in their process, which means you can steal their dream before their dream even gets going. Now, we always know that I use the word vision and that I'm not big on using the word dreams because typically you wake up and then the dream's over. But vision is but maybe they're still weak in their vision. They're, they have doubt. They don't have the confidence to go out in that. You don't be the naysayer. You be the encourager. Maybe you're the leader. Maybe you help them. You help them set up some banking opportunities. You help them find the proper insurance, the proper legal, whatever the case may be. But go study some quality people. We're going to continue to be able to do that is, like I say, what we're fixing to do here. And the interview with Mark Cuban is the kickoff to that. And those are the kind of interviews that we're going to be doing. Some of these people you're not going to know about. And maybe it's because you haven't done your information. Now, what that means is, is they've already done phenomenal things in life. They've already had an impact on society. They've already had an impact on the world. They have already gotten in money out of the way. And now they're into cultivating the community, the society, and those people who want that information, those people who want to go out and cultivate their, their brain, their mind, their thought process. Listen to all these things that we have coming up. Listen to all the podcasts, but I'm just telling you, I've been giving you a whole lot over the last several months of my thoughts and my opinions and my experiences and my knowledge. Now we're going to bring you some more people. We've kicked it off here with Cuban. We've got guests coming up. We've already got guests lined up in the January, February category here on Money, Motivation, and Mike. As always, find us on mx3.vip. You can always email us at info at mx3.vip. Questions, comments, concerns, Always, always appreciated. 
Well, here at Money Motivation Mike, we continue to do just those three things. We hope that you, and pray that you see it that way. Try to get just a little something out of every episode. Until next time, live your life the right way.